Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, you're listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk podcast. Now for your hosts, Jason Wright and Brandy Montambo. What is going on, everybody? Jason Wright here. This is episode number 191. Boy, this episode sure is special. Oh, boy. Sometimes the train just falls off the tracks. And then on another level, there's episodes like this one. Highly entertaining. There's value as well. But Brandy and I get back together for the podcast. First time in a while. And uh, apparently, apparently we had a lot to catch up on. So... Uh, there's some very good value here. This week we do talk about hiring your dream team in a roundabout, uh, atypical fashion. And we will check that out in a moment. But first, this week's sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Build Your Funnels Faster. BuildFunnelsFaster.com okay. If you guys are looking to build funnels for your clients or for your own company, uh, want to understand funnels for what they really are, clear up the confusion, and learn to do so in a, in a simple fashion, uh, buildfunnelsfaster.com can really help you speed up that process. Put together a really, really nice collection of resources and videos uh, to help train you and work you through the process. And it's going to give you information you can make money with right away. So if you want to check that out, buildfunnelsfaster.com is where you will go. All right. All right, now we need to check out this episode, and I highly encourage you, before you even get into this, uh, watch it on YouTube. Watch it on our YouTube channel, uh, which you can get to at the bottom of intentionallyinspirational.com. Just click our YouTube button there. Uh, this is an episode you got to see. <laughs> you got to see it. I think it's, uh, it's a better experience if you see it rather than just hear it, but either way, check it out. If I've only got you on audio now, check it out anyway. You won't be sorry. We're actually recording. So what's happening, everybody? Jason and Brandy here. It's been a while. It's been a while. So for everybody listening and watching, because you could be doing the podcast or the YouTube thing, we're back together finally. So what's new and exciting in, in life right now? We got to start the show off with some random stuff. Random stuff? Um, yeah, it's been a long time since Jason let me talk with him on the podcast. <laughs> I thought he didn't like me anymore. I thought I was kind of excommunicated from the official podcasting crew, but he said that I've been a good girl and I survived the Rona, so I get to be back on the podcast today. There you go. Is it just me or have you noticed that like nothing, and it, I could be poking a sore spot, I'm not trying to, but did nothing really happen by you with the Rona? Because like in my world, like nothing really happened. Um, so not a lot happened Next, I do know people that had it. I do know people who lost people to it. Yeah. Um, but in my realm, not a significant number. But then I also, like my my neighbor, he his brother lives in New York City, and so oh, yeah. it was it was a real thing there. Isn't um, it weird how like just different places within the same country, it's like a totally different experience. It it is. Um, my parents are in Missouri, so, you know, there's the... I thought it was nobody Missouri. Goes nobody goes there, so nobody can bring the Rona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
so they like Kansas City and St. Louis, they were on, you know, shelter in place for a while, but like where my parents were, people were wearing masks, but there wasn't really any official call to do so just because the likelihood that somebody wants to go to this little spot dot on a map is and take the Rona there is really slim. But yeah, when um, people started rolling with the t-shirt masks, I was like, that's not going to keep anybody safe. The funniest meme I've seen, and then I won't say anything else about it, said, Wearing the t-shirt mask is like getting a chain link fence to keep mosquitoes out of your yard. And I was like, oh man, that's good. <laughs> that oh. is good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, a friend of ours had a, he had, it was an N95 mask, but it had a, I think they called it a respirator. No, it had a valve on it. Yeah. That was for breathing out. And we're like, I'm not sure that that qualifies. Like, that it absolutely defeats the whole <laughs> It's supposed to keep your breath from going out. <laughs> I hear you. So, uh, yeah, interesting for, for me, it's been a, uh, here lately, it's been a weird experience where like one day I feel super normal with business and then like the next day things go really quiet. It's like this weird up and down. It's not really, there's not really like an in-between. It's like super weird time. So, uh, just chugging along and kind of navigating that, but uh, you know, things are things are good always. I, I'm just surprised how fast time goes by. Someday, when you get to be my age, you'll understand that things go by quick. I mean, I really do. He smiles big because he knows how much older I am. Than <laughs> I actually have no idea what your age is, but we've had the same conversation. Like, are you sure that was me? If I could stop and pull the audience right now, <laughs> they could probably tell us that I am ten years older than you. There's no way. <laughs> I think you're on another podcast and you have another host, and you're confusing conversations. As I don't think we've ever had that. Kind it must of be an alternate timeline. I mean, could obviously, be. could be. Well, I'm glad we're back on here. This is cool. Um, what do we what do you want to talk about today? What will entrepreneurs care about? So I'm going to throw out a question because I have seen uh, several different sides of it in the mm -hmm. last six months. Um, so a lot of people got let go during the Rona. Um, some people are starting to be hired back as businesses start to open or whatever. And my question to you, because I'm curious as to your process, mm. what is your process for hiring someone? It's interesting. It's, it's evolved. Um, so I was in HR back in the day in the corporate world and uh, companies recognize this and I've seen the same thing, but uh, referrals from your best people is the greatest process always. It generally doesn't get you a lot of people, but it can get you some really quality ones. So when I look for somebody new, we actually just hired somebody new a month ago or less. Her name's Sarah. She does uh, our kind of our Hi, media. Yeah, she's awesome. She does like our media outreach, helps get me on podcasts and stuff like that, basically create exposure for us. And I asked uh, somebody on my team, like, hey, I'm looking for somebody. Do you know anybody? She's like, actually, I think I do. And it's been great. But um, generally, I'll throw some stuff out there on Facebook, just in a post. Um, I'll throw something up on Upwork. And then I'll go after people on Upwork if I think there's good fits, but the Facebook thing, the referral thing is uh, really, really powerful as well. So um, so if that brings, if that's your process for bringing them in the gate, right? Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you evaluate them? What are maybe some of the, even the questions that you ask yeah. that prove to you whether this person is going to be a fit for, I like to break it up. I, 
forget who said this. I'm sure I should be quoting somebody, but character, chemistry, and competence. Like, yeah. how, how do you evaluate those things? So I'm a, I was having this conversation yesterday with somebody about a different topic, but it's the same answer. So I, I'm a gut guy. I'm an instinct guy. So what I do is I'm like, hey, what's your sense of humor like? And people are like, what? And I'm like, because if you don't have one, you're not going to fit well. That shocks me that you asked that question. <laughs> so, um, and then I'll, I just want to know that the person's able to be taught whatever we're doing. Um, you don't necessarily have to have experience, but are, are you going to show up? Are you going to disappear for three weeks and keep doing this? You have to be reliable. Do you have the technology to be able to do it? I mean, obviously with my team, it's all remote. So the selling point is, hey, you get to control your own hours. You're your own boss, not me, because they're all contractors, right? So it's like, hey, if you want to contribute to something bigger than yourself, this is what we do. Um, and check it out. Let me know what your questions are. So I give people a chance to kind of check it out. And if they have no questions, it's kind of a red flag. It's like, you should have some questions. But at some point, we're going to jump on a call or we've even done it through Messenger. And I just want to figure out, like, what's, a, what's your um, sense of humor like? What are you seeking as far as hours? Uh, long term, do you have any other big commitments that I should know about? Do you, are you working full time and training this on the side? So I've done it enough where I know kind of what the bad things are. And then I generally just give people a shot. Like if they check, you know, actually like moms are great for my company because they have kids, they have other stuff going, but they want an escape. They want an escape and to contribute to something meaningful. So it's a great fit for me. And um, it probably will be for a long time to come. And it could be with dads as well. I'm not saying I hate guys, although I do. Girl power, girl power. But um, yeah, I generally will give people a shot. And it's like, hey, we use Slack to communicate. We use this stuff. Here's some training I've put together. If you have questions, let me know. If you have no questions, I assume you're good. And I give people a ton of freedom. It actually freaks them out. Because they're like, hey, is it okay if, I, if I'm done working for the week? I'm like, why are you asking me? I'm not your husband. You know, you've got your hours. If you don't want to work your hours, that's fine. You'll get paid. And obviously, if it becomes like a, an issue, like, hey, I'm not getting what I need, we'll talk about it. But um, generally on the, the feeling out part, I'm a really good read of people. So um, I'll give them a chance to check out the company. I know it's becoming a very long answer. Um, I'll see what their questions are. If there's no questions, that's not a good sign. And then um, obviously, I want some familiarity with what they're doing and uh, kind of roll from there. So it's pretty laid back. I've worked in companies with really stringent hiring processes, and I don't know that the end result was any better. It's probably worse, actually, because the soft skills, a manager once told me, the soft skills are what really matter, right? If somebody can be trained and molded into what you need them to do, that's better than somebody that has all the experience that may be a horrible fit, personality type with the team or whatever. So that's kind of my answer. Um, I think it's a good answer, but what, what, what does somebody do that doesn't have that gut? I'm, I personally know someone yeah. who is terrible at yeah. reading other people. Yeah. So Man, do that's, you have... that's a hard thing for me to answer because I can't even, I can't pretend. I can't put myself in a place where I know what that would be like. I, I literally can't imagine it. So, but in your head, yeah. are, is there a set of objectives, a set of criteria that you're kind of checking off as you listen to them speak? Yeah. 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 Do I, do I think um, you're taking this seriously? Do you, do you think you can do the hours? Are there going to be any problems? Do you have the technology? Do you understand how to use the basic platforms that we use? Or if not, can you learn it? If you're horrible with technology, my company's not the right fit for you. Okay. Right. We've got a very supportive team and myself included if you need help, but like some people just don't get tech. It's not a good fit for us. So are they going to be capable of using the tools? I guess that would be a piece of it. Um, 
does this schedule say it's five hours a week or 20 hours a week, does this work for you? Is there anything I should know about? Um, and then like I use a, uh, a product where it does screen capture. So if I'm paying you hourly, which everybody's paid hourly, it'll capture your screen and I don't review it unless I feel like there's something amiss. Like I've had people before, I'm like, wait, I'm paying you 10 hours a week, but what, what are you doing? You know, then I'll look and I'll be like, oh, shopping, bye-bye. So, you know, if there's like a day of shopping or something like that, it's just like, okay, this is not, you know, but um, slow to hire, quick to fire is great advice. I have two thoughts and I'm going to say them both out loud and hopefully one of us will remember to hit both of them. Um, so I asked about, you know, your check marks because I have read um, who the, the hiring philosophy, who it's about writing objectives for success. That's not um, the same who that played music, is it? You know, it's, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's not, but it could be. I actually have the book if you'd like me to take it out. Um, because I think that what you're describing is, is that, and see, I've already, I thought they forgot the other thing, so I can't even have you remind me, but we're just going to go with you right now. So, uh, what I would love to see happen in interviews and in the past literally six months i've been through both sides and it's been fabulous um i would i wish a hiring manager would just sit down and give me those check marks like i you're going to be successful if you have x you know eight out of ten proficiency on using this platform this platform and this platform yeah. you will be successful if you and sometimes it's a culture thing right if you are at work when i'm at work at eight o'clock in the morning like it's just what we do we get started at eight if you don't roll until 8 30 that's it's okay i get that you're okay to be that person but that's not going to function well on my team and it's going to cause issues because the rest of us have to be here at eight um but i hear that's what you're doing but how what what would it be like if you were explicit with those things in the interview and said, okay, this is, this is what I expect. How do you give me your feedback on that? Like, how do you think that would be different? See, I, I take a, I take such a casual tone and approach with all this. It's not even an interview. It's just a conversation like we're having now. It's like, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. Boom, boom, boom. That's what we need to do. Um, what questions do you have for me? But I always tell people like, what, what tools do you need for me to be successful? What, what expectations do you have of me? It's more about them than me. I don't ever speak to them like I'm the boss because I'm not really the boss. I pay the bills, but um, I'm giving you money in exchange for your service. So I, I approach it very differently because I've had to do all that before. I think I've interviewed about 3000 people in the corporate world and it just becomes so rigid and weird. And I'm just really like straight with people, you know, I just keep it really casual. So I don't know that I'm giving you the best answer, but it's the real answer. It sounds like you are saying those things. It's just not in a formal, Hey, this is it's not formal at all. Yeah. It's real shocking that you're not formal. <laughs> I remember my other thing though. So, Hey, I did good. Um, good. How do you feel about like a, a temp to hire situation where you have this person and you say, you know what, let's just, well, number one, are your employees 1099 or do they, are they W2? 
Um, uh, whatever the contractor one is, I always forget. Two ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. I love you, Mister yeah. HR. You don't know. That <laughs> I just get so many damn numbers. It's tax season. I whatever, whatever. Um, so essentially, yours are contract at yeah. all times, right? Yeah, but sometimes if I find them on Upwork, I'll trial them through Upwork, and then if they're U.S. based, because I can't do it with overseas, and I want to bring them onto the team as a permanent member. Um, I'll take them off Upwork, pay them the same, but there's no fees, and I'll pay them directly through PayPal every Monday. And it's like, hey, that gives you a little bit extra. Now you're part of the team and make it official. But I do have uh, I do have a member now. It's in the UK, and Upwork works because of the tax stuff and all that. It's just easier. Mm -hmm. So, but generally with anybody new, I do give them a trial of like, hey, let's you know, say your goal is to work 10 hours a week, right? For the trial, for a couple of weeks, we'll have you work two to five hours a week and just make sure that it's a good fit for both of us so uh, if you need me i'm in slack and vice versa and, and we'll kind of go through it and i'm not scared to say hey this isn't a good fit or sometimes people will disappear or whatever and obviously that stuff is uh uh you give them a chance to explain them. if you keep saying just say it's not gonna work right bye 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 <laughs> don't let the door hit you on the way out. i'll send you a three inch lock of my hair in the mail <laughs> nobody understands that but you and i We'll no, keep and it's not really that good of a story. <laughs> we'll put that as a tease for a later episode. Um, so it's interesting. People are very opinionated on whether a W-2 employee should be contract, uh, contract to hire. So like a friend of mine was hiring someone and they had just been burned so many times. Apparently, I have never watched their interview process, but apparently it it isn't bringing in the people that they need for whatever reason. And so what they decided to do was make that role contract to hire, temp to, temp to full. And um, I was just talking to the people about it and they're like, that's terrible. If they were gonna hire somebody, they should hire somebody. And I was like, yeah, but if I'm, if I'm, interviewing and I know I can just freaking rock this job. Like if I know that I have, that, that as soon as I walk in the door and I'm there two weeks, they'll be like, Brandy, you're the best thing that has ever happened to this company. Why would I be scared if it's a 90 day contract, right? If they've already told me they want to hire someone full-time, but they just want to, you know, take it for a test drive. I, I don't feel intimidated by that. And I'd be interested to hear your opinion on, on the people that do think that they're wrong. What was the question? <laughs> whether, whether doing a contract to hire is a good thing or a bad thing. It depends. I mean, I, I can't speak for other business owners. I mean, for me, the thing I like about contractors is I think from what I've seen, I've so the longest running contract in my team is over three years now, which is kind of cool. Right. We talked about this the other day, her and I, uh, her name's Tiffany, by the way. Hi, Tiffany. Um, but anyway, I think contractors are happier people because like I mentioned earlier, I don't tell Tiffany, not that it would go over well, she has a very strong personality. I don't tell her when to work or what to do or when to stop the day. I say, can you commit X amount of hours in a seven day week? I don't care if you work at three o'clock in the morning. Yes, cool. You get to stay in control of your time and you get to contribute to something bigger than yourself. That creates happier than people, happier people than employees ever will be because you don't have the boss. You don't have somebody watching over you. It's like, um, it's like free ranging chickens. You know, she gets to free range on my property. 
that is intentionally inspirational, you know? Only you can free-ranging chickens. A happy, engaged employee to a free-range chicken. What the No, heck? a happy contractor to a free-ranging chicken. Happy employees at Master and Chicken Mills, or whatever they're called, or they can't even turn around, you know? <laughs> I wish I could see what color my tail feathers are, but I can't turn around because of this tiny cage. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm going can't. to say a special prayer for our listeners right now because we have really fallen off the edge. People are probably like, what in the world am I listening to? This is supposed to be about marketing, not chickens. But people do like, people like you on this. When you're on this, it's all about you, which is fine. So It is not all, I'm literally interviewing you. What the heck? It's not all about me. No, but people like you, like we'll get comments and emails and people are like, I make sure Brandy's back every week. Brandy, Brandy, Brandy. I'm like, all right, cool. It's probably because they're all bald and they like my long hair, but I <laughs> my hair up today. So I, I'm off now. <laughs> yeah, so, we're, so we're teasing at this story. Um, somebody may or may not have propositioned Brandy for a three inch lock of her hair. We don't know if it was for like voodoo or an ornament. We're not quite sure. No, 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 that is not correct. A, a, a friend of mine who happens to be bald and he's younger, he's in his thirties. He, he compliments my hair cause it's long and, and he says bald men notice hair. And I didn't ever know that bald men noticed women's hair more than anybody else. So I think that's some weird, that's not a normal thing. No, nah. <laughs> he's trying to cover his tracks in a really awkward, uh, reactionary fashion. I don't think it worked. You don't ever like look over and he's like sniffing it or anything, do you? That would be really weird. It's better than having a foot fetish. Okay. Like I don't want him smelling my feet. No, feet are weird. And this is this is getting this is getting interesting. This so we've podcast. Gone from chickens to foot fetish. Maybe we should just tie this up with a bow. Uh, <laughs> the same bow that was used for the three inch lock of hair, maybe. <laughs> You're so wrong today. Um, so oh, interesting. When this posts, I would love to get feedback on what what you guys, how you hire. Do you set objectives when you hire someone? Do you go with the gut like Jason does? I am I am in the process of interviewing people, and and I'm interviewing contract people, so I'm with mm. you there. Um, mm. But I want a big priority for me is for them to be successful. And I feel like it is my responsibility as I'm on a team of hiring people, but as one of the hiring people to, to give them something that says, this is how you will be successful. And for me, it looks a little different because uh, we do consulting. So it's like things like I ask them specifically, how are you good at taking notes after you have a conversation with someone? Because if you're not, I'm, I'm going to yell terrible. at you. I'm terrible at that. I will yell at you because that's really important. So, you know, like those are the things, some, some of the things that I want to express in the interview that says, this is going to be critical for me. Because if you get hit by a bus, which Lord willing, you won't, um, I need somebody else to pick up and, and, and and carry the mantle. So I will be really interested. That was a really long question that took a great big tangent. Back to the question. When you're I think this episode is nothing but tangents. We might call it 
the tangent episode. The tangent of tangents. <laughs> um, so my question is, after you listen, what is your hiring process like and what have been some of your pitfalls or great successes? I want to hear. I'm really curious. So send it in. Yeah. And if you guys are listening to this, go to YouTube and check this out. Leave it in the comments there. It'd be a great place for this. Something else I will say is I know what my strengths are, right? My team has got to be made up of people who are strong or I'm weak, right? It's good to have the skill overlap. But like Tiffany, kind of my right hand on the team, she's crazy organized, doesn't miss deadlines. That's not my strong suit. My strong suit is building relationships, right? Clients, team, selling, and doing the marketing automation strategy stuff they do. That's, that's really my golden pocket to stay in. Can I do everything on our team? Yeah. I mean, I, I did it at one point, but I'm better surrounded by people who are experts in their niche. So that's another thing that's really important. Yeah. I think if you're interviewing somebody and you say, Hey, these are my strong suits. I need somebody in your position. Who's good. Boom, boom, boom. Is this your thing or not? Do these three things get you excited in the morning or can you do them, but you don't really want to do them. That's really important to know because if somebody wants the job, but they're not passionate about the areas they'll be working in. Yeah. Eesh. That's all I have to say is. Eesh. Eesh. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that is not my culture. Please don't find offense if I was trying to have fun. <laughs> oh my god, this is so much fun. I love this. No radio station can put rules on what we're doing. It's great. It's absolutely good to great. Be back. It's so different than like the um the guest podcasts where I'm like, hey, tell me about your thing. This is awesome. This completely unplugged <laughs> stuff. Really. I mean, those are fun too. It's just different. This really gets uh gives people a chance to get to know who we are. So Hey, hey, what was the name of the dude with the the, the volleyball thing that was in an in uh, Greg Mead. And what was the name of his thing again? Crossnet. Oh my gosh, everybody's playing that. Like oh, yeah, I, I bet his business is blown up. Oh, yeah, I bet I it's blown like, up. Oh, I interviewed that dude. <laughs> I mean, technically, you interviewed him and I just kind of listened. But I was there. It oh, was yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. I digressed. Tangent. Nope. It was weird at Funnel Hacking Live this year. This was, uh, was it February? Yeah, February, January to February. I would see people like up on stage. I'd be like, I talked to him on my podcast. It's kind of neat. And then you meet some people and you're like, hey, you're just a normal person who's five six. How's the weather down there? All right. Bye bye now. Hey, so. There is nothing wrong with being vertically challenged. So we've talked about this. It's funny because people always assume you're what, like six foot six on video, but you're actually like four ten. <laughs> is that is that right? I'm five two. Oh my god, my nine year old is I think five two. Seriously. She wears a size seven in women's shoe already. She's going to be a tall girl. I have really nice ones because mine are getting kind of old and I need some new ones. <laughs> it's funny because when people see me, they're like, oh man, I always thought you were five foot or like some crazy short, you know, numbers. And I'm like, no, I'm six, five and I'm slumped over in my chair. So anyway, so check this out. Zoom's got this new feature called the virtual background. You maybe know about it. Um, I got a new big green screen that works really well with that, but I don't have anything to hold it. My wife's like, why don't you just put nails on the wall? I'm like, no, we're not those people. We're not going to do that. So I need to get a little, uh, like a clothes rack for green screens that hangs up and then I can start rocking the virtual backgrounds. So I don't, I don't think you need a green screen for it. 
But make it work right, because otherwise you'll get crazy pixelization. Like part of my face will be like a beach, and it gets That's really right. wild. But the lighting in this room is not—it's uh, not great for it either. So. Yeah, I haven't done the green screen. I haven't done the background yet, and I I switched rooms in my house, so I don't even have my green. Yeah, board. so there are some pictures that were on the wall that are gone. My bookshelf's yeah. gone. It it's we are a work in progress over here. You shall see the progression. <laughs> And I would like to say for anybody who's not hiring on this episode, it still has value because if things go well with your business, someday you'll have to. And you yeah. should start thinking through stuff like this now because I still know folks who try to do everything themselves. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Right? Why are you doing that? It took me two years to learn the simplest lesson. And it's that help is a good thing. It so, is. Yep. Absolutely. And give me your thoughts. What is your hiring process like? What are your pitfalls? What are your successes? I want to know. Absolutely. To Be awesome. Know. So you can go to the YouTube channel, leave the comments in this video if you can find it. Maybe that's not the best thing to tell them. Or you can email us at, we should have a podcast specific email, but we can use. What is your problem? Slack. <laughs> We well, can use my email, inspire at grayfoxbusiness.com, G-R-E-Y foxbusiness.com. And if you want to email Brandy, you can email her there and I will make sure she gets it. How's that work? Aww. That's good. All right. All right. Anything else you want to discuss today? I think we've given them a, enough tangents today. We will be nice and say, okay, thank you for coming. We appreciate that you're here. And if it wasn't for the listeners, we would just be talking to ourselves. Absolutely. And we definitely know we have a worldwide audience. I have one more thing, one more thing. So I have figured out in the last 24 hours, I said, you know what? People all want the same thing. Okay. I'm talking about my business for a while. Okay. For a second, people all want stuff done and they say they kind of want to know what's going on. And some people are even bold enough to like, you set it up and I'll take it from there, but it never really works out for them right? People really value that. Teach me, let me try to do it. Give me a second set of eyes and tell me where I need to adjust. So powerful. So for, from my world, you're going to start seeing more opportunities, shall we say, for learning, doing, and getting feedback and collaboration. I think it's going to be really powerful. So I think I've got a very clear direction on that side of things and I can't wait to do it. I like where this is going. Yep. Did a few webinars recently and they went really well. And the engagement during and after was uh, amazing. And I was like, man, if every business knew how to do webinars properly, it would change everything. Absolutely everything. So Truth. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. I like it. All right. You good? I'm fabulous. Thanks I'm awesome. for letting me come back, Jason. Oh, stop it. All right, guys. If you have never um, listened or watched before, we appreciate it. Um, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast. You can keep up with everything we're doing. And besides this, as you may or may not know, we have all kinds of other content actually about marketing that we release as well. Sometimes you get this unplugged stuff, but it's so fun, isn't it? It's relevant. <laughs> it's relevant. It's relevant. <laughs> all right. Take care. See you next time, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. We are back to the show. Uh, Brady and I appreciate your ears as always uh, appreciate you tuning in with us and if you haven't noticed this is your first time here this podcast is actually pretty unique so it's a mix of 
uh, Brandy and I having fun like we did in this episode. It's a mix of um, us talking to guests. Sometimes I just talk to guests, and once in a blue moon, I go solo. But uh, there's great entertainment here. There's great value as it pertains to your business as an entrepreneur, and especially your marketing. So subscribe if you haven't already. Love to hear you back here next week. And with 191 episodes published, uh, plenty of uh, past episodes for you to go through as well. Okay. Thanks for listening. Catch up with you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of the show. To keep up with everything that we're doing, please visit intentionallyinspirational.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out our video podcast on YouTube. See you next time.